Welcome to the New Mercies Podcast, episode number 21. Today, we continue in our First John study. The last couple of days, we've talked about Jesus and how great He is and how powerful He is and how if we know Him, our life is changed. And this passage of Scripture, as John continues writing to this group of believers, he continues with some more tangible things. He starts by saying, Beloved, I am writing to you no new commandment but an old commandment that you've heard from the beginning. The old commandment is the word that you have heard. At the same time, it is a new commandment that I'm writing to you, which is true in him and in you because the darkness is passing away and the true light is already shining. Now, before we go any further, this can be a little bit confusing because he says, I'm writing you no new commandment. It's an old one. In fact, you remember it because you've heard about it, but it is new. So why is it new now if it's old, right? He's saying, You had no ability to live out this commandment before Jesus, before the work of Jesus and his life and the gift of the Holy Spirit of God. You didn't have the power to fulfill this commandment within yourself. So he's saying the true light is already shining. The gospel has illuminated everything. The Holy Spirit brings light. He exposes the truth and lies. So understand, here's where we are. So verse 9 says, Whoever says he's in the light and hates his brother is still in darkness. Verse 10, whoever loves his brother abides in the light, and in him there is no cause for stumbling. Then verse 11, but whoever hates his brother is in darkness and walks in the darkness and doesn't know where he is going because the darkness has blinded his eyes. These these three verses here shine a big light on our behavior towards people. I believe everyone has potential. I think everyone has potential. You just have to pull it out of them, right? And how do you pull potential out of somebody? You love them. You show care for them. You don't dislike people. It's easy to dislike people. There's something about everybody that I can find that I don't like. However, there's also something in everybody that I do like. Maybe someone is had a difficult road. You know, I've always heard it said, everyone has a story. Everyone comes from somewhere. And you don't know everything in everybody's story. There's a phrase that God gave me a few years ago that for everything I see, there's a billion things I don't see. I may see somebody at a store, or I may see somebody at church, or I may see somebody at work or at school or wherever I go, and that person that I see, the encounter I have may be good or bad. I don't know. But what I don't see, I do see the encounter with them, but what I don't see is a billion other things that led to that moment for them. I didn't see the conversation they just had before they saw me. I didn't see the conversation or the house that they live in or the issue that they had or the small little things around their day that caused them to be in a bad mood or I didn't see any of that. So my job in every encounter with people is to see the best in them and to call out their potential. How do I do that? By showing them love. The Bible says here, whoever hates his brother is in the darkness. If I hate that person, Based on whatever reasons I have, I read a commentator one time that says there's two reasons we don't like people. One, we have a reason. Two, we don't have a reason. There's some people we just don't like. There's some people we have no thing we can point out. We just say, I just don't like that person. They're just not my kind of people. John dives directly into that and says, I know Jesus far too well to deal with that stuff. Jesus loved everyone. He showed his love by always being about other people. Now, yes, he corrected the Pharisees, but it was always in love. He corrected the disciples certain times. He also invited them in to perform and be a part of the miracles he was doing. He was showing love constantly. The Bible says here, whoever hates his brother walks in darkness. They live in darkness. They don't even know where you're going. 
You know, hatred puts blinders on your eyes. You don't see that we actually need other people to get where we are. The self-made man is a facade. That doesn't happen. You have to have other people to get you where you're going. You need to be the other person in somebody's life to help them get to the best version of themselves, the most godly version of themselves. God has called you to do that. And then he says in verses 12, 13, and 14, I'm writing to you, little children, because your sins are forgiven for his namesake. I'm writing to you, fathers, because you know him who is from the beginning. I'm writing to you, young men, because you have overcome the evil one. And then he repeats the same pattern again. He says, I write to you children because you know the father. I write to you fathers because you know him who is from the beginning. I write to you young men because you are strong and the word of God abides in you and you have overcome the evil one. I'm producing an online course right now that talks about giving a a speech or giving a sermon or preaching and traits that can draw an audience in a little bit more. And I love how John writes this just about as I would preach it. He starts out by saying, I'm writing to you children, children first, because you're still drawing the audience in, right? And nobody expects a lot out of children when it comes to producing something in the world. Instead, we encourage children, right? So he says, I'm writing to you little children because your sins are forgiven for his name's sake. That just sounds like something you'd say to children, right? Your sins have been forgiven. It's a beautiful thing. All you need to know right now is that you are free and your sins have been forgiven. And then he dives in a little bit deeper. I think there's a little pause here. And he says, I'm writing to you, fathers, because you know him who's from the beginning. There's a transition from, oh, little children, your sins have been forgiven. Now there's a responsibility for the fathers. I'm writing to you, fathers, because you know him who is from the beginning. You have counsel that you can give because you have a knowledge base that the rest of us need. And then he says, I'm writing you, young men, because you have overcome the evil one. You know what he's saying to the young men? There's a charge. There is a challenge. You don't send old men into battle. You don't send children into battle. You send the young men into battle. They are the ones with the energy and the the go and the run and the productive nature. They're the ones that produce something for you. So as he's writing this, he says, I'm writing to you, young men, because you've been fighting and you've overcome the evil one. So be challenged. And then he goes again. I write to you, children, because you know the Father. You know the Father. And then he says, I write to you fathers, because you know him who is from the beginning. He says the same thing to the fathers. Why? Because the fathers need to give counsel. Maybe you're listening to this today and you've got somebody in your life that needs some counsel. Maybe you've lived a lot of life. Maybe you've experienced a lot of what God's been doing. You need to share that with the next generation. As he goes on, he says, I write to you young men again, because you're strong And the word of God abides in you and you have overcome the evil one. He's saying you are still in this battle. You're strong. Don't give up the fight. Do not give up the fight. In this passage, we understand we need everybody. We need the little children. Don't discredit them. Teach them. Train them. We need the older generation. Learn from them. We need the young generation right now that's out fighting the battles. Encourage them. Lift them up. Give them responsibility. Allow them to see they are fighting the good fight of faith, and we need the church to go on. Today, I encourage you, wherever your role is, if you are a child, know that Jesus loves you and learn everything you can about him. Learn everything you can about the stories of God. If you are a a senior adult and you have the stories and the wisdom that the rest of this world needs, share that wisdom with somebody today. If you're a young person and you are out fighting the good fight, 
do not give up. Don't stumble. Don't fall. Keep going for Jesus. Today, I hope you're encouraged and challenged by this word from our friend, John the Apostle.